Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are going to dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. So, did you notice something different? Yes? No? If you didn't, I'll clue you in. I have a new intro. So, I'm super excited about it. And you know, there was part of me that, oh, I had guilt. I had guilt recording a new intro because... I was, th- I was thinking to myself, you know, what if people think that, mm, I don't know what I'm doing. What if people think that I, like, it's bad that I changed my mind or that I am going a slightly different direction. What if this, what if that? And I had all of these little fears and judgments come up, the little things that my ego was whispering to me. And, you know, there, there's, there might be people that listen to the new intro of the podcast and they might think to themselves, oh, she doesn't know anything or whatever, whatever my fears are. They might, they might be confirming them, but I know in my soul that it's okay to change. I know in my soul that it's okay to take another direction, that it's okay to grow. And that's exactly what happened. You know, I, I've been changing. I've been, you know, when I started this podcast, I was not an energy healer. I mean, I, I kind of did it with myself because I kind of knew what I was doing. Um, yeah, I was into emotional healing, but I, I really didn't know what it meant to be an energy healer. But I've since developed those skills. I've taken those courses and I keep expanding on my, on my skill set. And again, back when I first started the podcast, I never in a million years would have dreamed that I would be doing mediumship. That I'd be calling myself a psychic medium. I never thought that I would be doing that because I didn't think that I had the ability to. But over these past seven, six months? Wow, it's been a long time already. Well, I guess end of November. So like, yeah, six, six months. Wow, guys. Wow. Okay. Um, time flies. But so over these past six months, like I, I didn't know that I was going to develop all these skills, but as my soul felt called to do something, I just trusted it. So I took a medium shift course, actually I took more than one. Um, so I, I started developing those skills and I'm still developing them. I began energy healing. That's why I took my Theta Healing certification. There's several layers to that. And I'm taking, I have another one upcoming that's going to take me even deeper. And then I'm going to be doing integrated energy therapy. Like all of these skills, I never thought that I would have them back then. And that's okay. 
all it shows is that I've grown. And the reason I'm making such a big point of this is because wherever you are in your life, you might give yourself a label now and that label might not fit in six months. It might not fit tomorrow because you are constantly growing and expanding and changing. And it is our human mind that likes to put labels on things. It's not necessarily my spirit mind saying that I'm an energy healer and I am a coach and I am um, or a psychic medium. I was like, what's the third one? Gosh, my brain today, guys. Um, but it's not necessarily my spirit mind saying that because my spirit mind knows that I am all of these things and, and so much more. But it is my human mind that is putting labels on it. And it's so that my human mind can relate to your human mind. You know, truth be told, if we were at a level in our soul consciousness that we didn't need to even verbally communicate, we could just telepathically communicate, our souls know what, what the other person's about as soon as we meet another person. We are constantly reading each other. But it is our humanness that needs to put labels on things because it is our humanness that seeks to understand on a level that it can actually comprehend. Whereas our soul knows, our soul understands without necessarily needing to have it explained. It's just, it's a different level of knowledge and knowing. So if you are in a position where you are growing and, and you're no longer aligning with something, that's great. Let yourself change. Let yourself grow. Don't try to stay in the box that you put yourself in because you are so much bigger than that box. So just take the leap. Trust the direction. Here, here's a funny thing about trusting direction. You know, I am, I'm so connected to spirit all the time and it's, it's something that it's just part of my life. But even though it's, it's part of my everyday life, I still deepen my connection and deepen my skills and, and deepen my ability to hear and listen to messages from spirit. And I'm still learning to deepen the trust and follow the cues and notice the cues. So I, I do energy healing and mediumship. And those are things that I was called to explore. I still fully don't know where these new skills are going to take me. But I just know that I needed to explore them. Now, through my energy healing, though, and this is where I'm getting into the ultimate trust, is if you had asked me if I was ever going to work with healing animals through energy healing, I would have said no. My conscious mind doesn't fully comprehend that. But here's what happened. I have been doing a lot of work on my own pets. 
and my dog Jilly. So she's a, she's a 10 year old Roddy mix. And we had painted the center hallway. It's kind of like a honeycomb shape in our house and it connects all the rooms. So it connects bathroom, kitchen, bedroom, living room, entrance. And we painted it and something about that triggered Jilly. Now at first I didn't know what was going on because she, what, what started happening is she started slipping. She started like freaking out. She was terrified. And the floor in there as well is, um, it's vinyl and it is, it is slippery. So she started slipping all the time, wouldn't want to go through the room. There were times when she wouldn't go and eat dinner, um, or breakfast. And if you were to know her, like she is a food dog, 100% food motivated. Like if, if dinner is late, she will let you know. I mean, she starts letting you know dinner's late an hour before dinner, but, <laughs> but, the, but the point is, is that even the things that she loves, she was afraid to do. Like she didn't want to go into the kitchen to eat. She wouldn't leave our, our living room. Like she hated crossing through that, that center honeycomb. And this went on for several weeks and it got to the point where I didn't know it was she going blind, were her hips giving out? Like, cause I couldn't figure it out. Conscious me couldn't figure it out. So I took her to the vet and the vet says she's fine. She's, she's in excellent health. I mean, she's got a couple little, um, old lady dog bumps, but the, all the vet said was that it's probably old dog brain. She's getting old. So she's getting kooky. And, and, you know, I just, I wasn't buying it. I, I already knew that, like, I had already been doing healing on, on her and Tammy, my other dog, um, for just trapped emotions. And I'm working on healing more of their physical issues as well, because um, Julie's getting to the point where she gets uh, those, like, sebaceous cysts. And when I connected with her, what I found out is that anytime she takes a grief from us, those start filling up and she hasn't had one in a long time and we haven't really experienced fresh grief in quite a while so but um point is like she's in really good health now I wasn't buying what the vet was saying that it's just old dog brain so I sat down and I did a theta healing session on her and when I was doing this theta healing session I actually connect with her energy where I can muscle test myself as her. So I actually, even though my consciousness is there because I'm leading, leading the energy healing session, I can drop my consciousness away enough that I blend with her and I then become the, the essence of the animal in my own physical body. And then I, I telepathically communicate. And what I found out from her during this is that something about us painting the hallway and the entrance triggered an old memory from prior to when we adopted her. Um, her old owners, they had been doing renovations or something and she was locked out of the house and then never ever let back in and that's how she became astray and um, that's, that's what I learned from her. And you might think like, Anastasia, you are crazy. And it kind of sounds crazy. Like I'm, I'm legit like having a psychic communication conversation with a dog. But 
it's a thing. It actually is. Um, And it's so crazy that you just have to trust yourself. Now, I did this theta healing session on her and I pulled a bunch of feeling like trapped feelings out. So there was like fear of abandonment, of losing, uh, losing her home. There was just like a terror in general of walking through that hallway. Um, there, there was a bunch of feelings in there that I, that I needed to pull. And then I instilled new beliefs. So confidence, um, safety, like the, the belief that she has a permanent home, that she'll never lose this home. Um, so I brought in these good beliefs and it took within about five days after that healing she started walking through the room with no problem. And it's been another few days since then. And she is completely good. So for, for about the last week, she has had no issues whatsoever. It's like that incident that happened for three weeks where she was freaking out, terrified, slipping, wouldn't go into the room. It's like it never happened. And she's back to being her normal self. She'll sit in that room. She has no problem going, walking through it. Like, like I said, it's like it never happened. And I was sharing about this on my, on my Instagram stories. And this is where the trust piece comes in. So I was, I was sharing that story. And all of a sudden, people are messaging me, asking me, can you do this for my pet? Are you able to help me heal them? Would you be willing to do this? And it is not something I ever thought I would do. But in that moment, I checked in with myself. I had these messages coming in, which in itself is a sign from spirit. And I, so I had these messages coming in and I checked in with myself. I checked in with spirit and with my guides. and. I asked, am I meant to do this? And every single answer was yes. Within myself, it was a yes. From spirit, it was a yes. From my guides, it was a yes. Yeah, it was super scary. I was, I was terrified to even think about offering this. But I trusted it. So I sat down and I set up the links. I set it up and I put it out there. And right away, I had a client come through wanting a session. Amazing. So that is such a perfect example of trusting the direction in which you are guided. Such a perfect example. So when you start allowing yourself to listen and allowing yourself to trust the direction that you're being shown, amazing things happen. And you might not consciously know the direction that you're going to go. Just like with me, I didn't think that I would do healing on animals, but it is now part of what I offer as a service to the world to help the world heal. And I know that that's just going to open me up by healing animals. It's going to open me up to healing even more people because let's face it, 
any pet lovers out there, you know that you'll drop like so much money on your pet and you won't think about doing it for yourself. But what this is going to do, and this is, this is the kind of the message that comes from spirit is that as people let their pets heal, they're going to see that they themselves can heal. Because I mean, if I can do that with an animal, imagine what I can do with a person. Um, but the point is like, just trust, just trust the direction that you're being shown to go. And even if it feels scary, that's okay. It's okay if it feels scary, but it should be scary and exciting, not scary. And I'm going to die and all the horrible things and oppressive. Like it shouldn't feel like that. Scary and exciting is good though just means you're stepping out of your comfort zone. You're stepping into the unknown, but it's, it's the safe unknown because you know that you are so divinely supported. And you just have to be very aware of when your ego is stepping in to try to derail you. You know, if I had listened to my ego in that moment, I wouldn't be offering this because my ego was stepping in and saying, you're not ready. My ego was stepping in and saying, who are you to do this? My ego was telling me that I was crazy because it's safer safer for me to not do it than it is for me to do it. At least when, it, my, when my ego is stepping in. Because for, for me to go and offer these services, my ego is freaking out. It's like, it doesn't know what's going to happen. It doesn't know the outcome. Um, there's a fear of judgment. And judgment can occur at any time. But my ego was trying to talk me out of this. Now... Where the ego gets really tricky is when it masquerades as your higher self. You know, as as we go along this path, we grow and we expand in consciousness and we open our hearts and, and we start looking at things from a place of love. And that's amazing. That's what we need to do. But where we have to be careful is when the ego tries to trick us into thinking that it's actually our higher self. So a really good example of this is a friend of mine. She's in, uh, she's in couples therapy. And her partner is still growing, doesn't really believe in a lot of spirituality, which is okay. Um, and she's very spiritual, like law of attraction. Um, she is all about trusting spirit. And she lives and breathes that every day. Now, the therapist that they're seeing is not spiritual, doesn't understand it. And she's actually, this, this therapist is turning around and saying, like, you're delusional. And 
you don't know what you're talking about. You need to let go of this law of attraction stuff. You need to let go of like your beliefs. So what's happening is, is this friend of mine is her ego is actually stepping in and masquerading as her higher self. Because as we, as we go on this journey, we know that we're meant to look at everyone with love and release judgment. It's, it's about coming from this place of neutrality. But what can happen is when your ego steps in and tries to trick you into thinking that it's your higher self, your ego will actually say, well, no, you need to stay with this therapist. Don't, don't honor your boundaries. Like stay with this therapist because maybe she's right to approach it in this way. But in the meantime, you feel horrible. So your, your ego is masquerading as, as your higher self, but you can see the disconnect there because Although your ego is saying like, oh, you shouldn't judge her. You should love this therapist. Um, Like, it's okay. Like, keep giving it a chance. Like, maybe you'll learn something. All of that can be true, but when it's not actually serving you, you know that it's not your higher self talking. Because your higher self, yes, you can, your higher self will tell you, to release judgment, to have compassion and love for that therapist. But your higher self will also tell you that you need to honor your own boundaries. That if something is making you feel unworthy, less than, shameful, sad, you need to leave it. Your higher self always has your best interests in mind from a place that is full of love. It's not a selfish place in a bad way. It is a selfish place in a way that you take care of yourself. So that is something that as you grow on this journey, you have to be so aware of. Why are you giving this person love? Why are you giving this person a chance? Is it because you are truly just from a neutral place giving them love and and releasing judgment and it is helping you? Or are you doing it from some twisted sense of responsibility and guilt? Always come back to the motivation behind your actions. When you come back to the motivation behind your actions, you have the ability to kind of take a step back and look at why you are doing the things that you are doing. So with this therapist... That therapist is clearly not aligned for my friend. The therapist is aligned for her partner, but not my friend. And 
when you, especially when you are navigating more than one relationship, like the relationship with the partner and then the relationship with the therapist and, and everything, there's, there's a whole mess of, of things going on. But if both parties are not being equally served, you need to take a step back. So you want, you want to look at it this way. If you were, if you were in, in her situation and this, this therapist was calling you delusional and telling you that your beliefs are wrong and just like really like putting down everything that you stand for. And you know that it's something that if you were to not have those spiritual beliefs in your life, you would not be the same person and you would not have the life that you do have today. Like it would shake your foundation because it would take it away. That is a wake-up call. It's a wake-up call not for you to change your relationship with your partner because you're already trying to work on that, but it's a wake-up call for you to really honor yourself because you can honor yourself and still love someone. You can honor yourself and still have boundaries. You can honor yourself and still say no. And you can say no and still respect someone. You can say no and still love someone. You can say no and still release judgment. You know, there's a difference between judging and seeing the truth. When you allow yourself to see the truth of things, the truth may not be pretty. Like if you get a weird vibe from someone that everybody else seems to love, it might just be that you're seeing the truth of what is while other people cannot. And that in itself is a gift. And in those moments, you just have to stay true to what you believe in. Because if you, you know, energy doesn't lie. If you get a bad feeling or if if something doesn't feel aligned, trust that. Don't try to talk yourself into making it fit. If someone doesn't fit in your life, If you don't vibe with someone's message, if working with someone isn't feeling good, trust it because you know best what is actually best for you. And sometimes you outgrow things and sometimes the lesson that you're meant to learn is not to stick with it, but to set boundaries and and when to let and know when to let go 
there is not only one way to learn a lesson. So start learning to trust yourself and learning to really listen to what you need. When you start trusting the energy, when you start listening to your soul, when you start honoring what you need, things open and shift even more. And it's from a place of love and understanding and growth and expansion. And you want to live in that place because when you live in that place, you have unlimited opportunity. And things don't affect you the same way. So let yourself be open. Let yourself truly figure out what is best for you, the direction that is best. And know that when you honor yourself, more good will come into your life. Yes, you may lose some things because anything that is no longer meant to be in your life will leave. But so much more of what is meant to be will come in. So trust that. Okay, guys, that's where I'm going to leave it today. Thank you for tuning into today's episode and I will see you next time. Love you. Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.